Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie, and today I have a return guest. His name is Kenneth Gottfried. He is a book author, and the last time I had him on was December 6th, Season 2, Episode 139, and he has written three books. One is Victim, How the American Psychological Association Kills Parents, Abuses Children, and Grows Their Base, and the other one is Killing Judges, The Upcoming Massacre of Family Court Judges. The next third book is Child Abusers Wear Black Robes, Essential Information When the Judges Abuse Your Children. Now, he's on going to be writing a fourth book, but we're not going to talk about that uh, <laughs> just yet. But um, I totally welcome you to the show, Ken. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you for having me for the I believe it's fourth time. This is quite awesome. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. So I know you're not going to say much about your fourth book, but um, we're going to talk about these school systems and the FBI's next steps. Okay. Uh, you know, and this is, again, I am not an attorney. I am not a therapist. I give no legal advice and blah, blah, blah. You know all that stuff, yes. but I'm not. I will tell you what I would do if I knew all this stuff that I know now. And I was going through like the first year, second year of what's going on. And, you know, as far as school systems, mm -hmm. um, go to my website, uh, childabuserswearblackrobes.com. Look at those letters. They're long. There's other stuff that's in them. They're like one page to two pages, and it's a little bit of reading. And you can cut out 90% of that. Mm -hmm. And you can put in just what you need and make an appointment with the principal, with the police. Now, we're talking about, you know, we're talking about parental alienation. Mm -hmm. That which, you know, and we're really not talking about parental alienation because it's not in the DSM. It's only what's in the DSM. Let me pull this up so I can read this off exactly. Um, bup, 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 if I could find it. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Make sure that you're including 309.4, an adjustment disorder with mixed disturbance of emotions and conduct. That's what we're talking about. Granted, parental alienation is the overview, it's the descriptor, but it's nowhere in the DSM. And everyone's going to be like, oh, parental alienation is not a thing. So don't, you know, the best thing is not even to bring it up, mm -hmm. but, you know, have a letter that says V61.20 parent child relationship problems if you're going through PA. V61.29 child affected by parent relationship distress and v995.51 child psychological abuse confirmed make sure you have all these in your letter you make a meeting with the principal and the counselor and the co and the police officer at the same time mm -hmm. and you have a letter that you go in oh and by the way if you go in and are not recording just jump off a bridge. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that literally, but dear God, do a recording on this. Ask for a little bit of space and have a recording on this. This way you have everything that you said documented and you know it has to go into a report. And you can get a copy of that report from the police officer. Because what they love to do is say, Sexual abuse, we will write that report and have it in an hour. Physical abuse, we will write that report and have it in an hour and a half. Psychological abuse, uh, and they just get stuck, and they, and they throw you curves not to do this. Don't let them throw curves. Don't let them do anything. Give them the letter. Give them each copies of the letter and say, I need this report. The person that's going to look at my kids has to be a specialist in family structure and these diagnoses. Because if you're, you know, and that's one of the problems that I had. I didn't go into 
my counselor, my child's counselor and say, hey, we've got an issue. Mm-hmm. I called up and I said, are my kids doing okay? Oh yeah, they're doing great, blah, blah, blah. But they don't know. They didn't know all the stuff I was going through. So you have to really be dogged mm-hmm. if you are going through PA, if you're going through schools, and you got to make sure it's video recorded so you have that. Because, you know, last thing you want to don't want to or last thing you want to hear is, oh, you never said that. You never gave me that. You never. Yeah, I did. I have it on video. Thank you so very much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, you know, and I, and I feel horrible. I feel personally horrible because my daughter had a art exhibit at the end of school and I went to see it. I was just staring at it literally in amazement. She's so gifted and I love her so much and I'm just staring at it. And then she came up to me crying saying, get out. Why are you ruining this for me? This is mine. Mm. And her teacher was, you know, once, once a student asks somebody to leave, they have to leave or I have to call the police. And unfortunately, I didn't know enough about PA. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm going, I'm going. And I never should have. I should have stayed there and said, I got one better, 911. Yeah, I need to report child abuse. Mm-hmm. And I need an officer at the school right now. And I didn't know enough to do that. But right. if you're in the midst of this, you know, the very first thing I'm going to say overall, get a psychological. Don't wait to court. Don't get a personal psychological and do not wait until that comes up in court. This way you can be like, oh, he's nuts. Uh, I don't think so. Here's my psychological. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. here's, you know, if you're, if you've been given the silver bullet, like, oh, uh, he's abusive. She's abusive. Blah, 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 blah. You have that. You may have to fight through that. But at the end, if you are acquitted, you are found not guilty. You should immediately, immediately file child abuse charges because they're trying to erase you out of your life. The mm-hmm. last thing you ever want to do is be in my situation. And it's been eight years since I've seen my daughters. And, you, you know, you know, Marianne and I, we were just talking about this. Uh, it's been eight years and it tears you apart piece by piece and flesh by flesh it's just it you know you don't want to be in my situation that's why i'm here talking to you right now mm-hmm. anyhow and, go ahead yeah i'm so glad to have you on about that because now that I, even i look back you know how much time has elapsed i didn't know this stuff that you know like i should have talked to the principal and called the state police absolutely and when they threaten hey you know you know, I'm going to have to call the police. No, 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 please let me. 911, I'd like to report child abuse. I need somebody at the right. school right now to take my report. Mm-hmm. This is psychological child abuse, V995.51 in the DSM, and it needs a specialist, not these Joes that are like, I'm just going to see what the kid has to deal with. No, I need a specialist so you understand the next level. Why is your child saying they hate you? Why is that child saying, I wish you were dead? Mm-hmm. There's something really wrong. We need to look into this. And it needs to have someone who's experienced. Do you think this is in its infancy, what we're talking about? Because no one really has ever done this. We don't know. No, any- oh, totally. Totally. That's why I wrote child abusers wear black robes. It has nothing. It really has nothing to do with, you know, what's going on. It has to do with what you can do as a, as a targeted parent with that. So as a targeted parent, the whole idea is for family court to isolate you, Mm -hmm. to make you feel all alone, to make you have no options. And this the book that I wrote is is a simple read. It has eleven letters. My website has eleven, twelve letters, and all you need to go there is take them apart, rewrite them yourself, 
and now you have ammunition. If you have all 11 letters, you have a machine gun mm -hmm. because now you have legal proof this is child abuse. You're not screaming out parental alienation, this and that, and this and that. You mm -hmm. are screaming out, these are the facts. You need to do something about this. My child is in imminent danger right now. Mm -hmm. And so it, that, that puts legal pressure on all the, all the judicial system. Oh, definitely. So, Even yeah. psychologists, we were talking about psychologists as well that um, blow this off. Oh, oh, totally. And then they look, at, they look to blow it off because they don't, most of them don't know how to handle this. They don't know the other levels of why is this kid acting like this? They look at it superficially like, your kid doesn't want to see you. Get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. You know, do you want to make this kid happy? Erase yourself from their life. No, they don't. They, that's, that's this superficial psychologist that's saying that, that's not saying, hold on, hold on. This is an attachment disorder to a really horrible degree. Why do you feel this way? Well, my dad, he always makes me peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and I hate peanut butter and jelly. Then you're retarded. <laughs> you're a retarded kid, and you don't know what you're talking about. They, they know these stupid things that kids say. And they know, they, they know how to investigate, okay, where is this coming from? You know, and it's really just, you know, it's sad. When you listen to Amy Baker and you listen to Dr. Childress, when you listen to um, some of the other people out there, the doctors, Richard Warshak, you literally sit back and you say, I got it. But how come I got it and I'm going through it, but yet the average psychologist or therapist doesn't have a goddamn clue. And trust me, I know, you know, you, you said something before and we went into a little bit of Christmas and all the other stuff. And you said something really poignant. Oh my God. It's like listening to a mirror mm -hmm. because it all happened to me. And whether you like it or not, it's a playbook. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you read, you know, Dr. Childress's version foundations, or you read Richard Warshak's divorce poison, or you read Amy Baker stuff, what'll happen is you'll be like, Oh my God, this is my life. Mm -hmm. And you realize I need to do something, but there's no, what do I do? And mm -hmm. that's what, you know, and my book, child abusers wear black robes, my website.com. You can do something. Mm -hmm. You can point out what is exact, what is happening to your kid. But please, please, please get yourself a personal psychological. I this agree. way you can go up there and you can be like, listen, here, under stress, slightly nuts, but not crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Boom. There you go. And this way you have the ammunition because if you're going to court, they're going to try and get you to take a psychological no matter what to waste if time already, if you already have one oh here you go your honor i already have this uh kiss my ass i want to go i want to see my kids mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh well we already got one okay and that's that right there is six months to a year of not seeing your kids you just solved that mm -hmm. because you already thought ahead you know who won't tell you this mm -hmm. usually your lawyer mm -hmm. Your lawyer doesn't give a shit. They know the game. Well, you know, another good psychologist is Dr. Lynn Steinberg. She's out in California. She wrote the book, You're Not Crazy. Oh, you just had her on, did you not? Yes. Uh, Lynn is fucking wonderful. Oh, totally. Uh, if you totally. To Lynn, if you haven't read her stuff, uh, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing and spot on. I, I congratulate you on having her on. I admire her very, very much. She's awesome. You know, I just wish I would have known she was around back in, you know, six years ago. So, you, know, you know, it's just to have her f testify at your 
the, these custody hearings, we need psychologists that know what they're doing. And to have a psychologist that only knows, uh, has a PhD in, say, child sexual abuse, she is not going to help you with this child they, psychological abuse. They don't, under, the, the things that I, I just read in the DSM diagnoses, they have no idea because that's, that's not their forte. They want to be really happy with seeing, oh, sexual abuse, I can tell that. Physical abuse, oh, I can tell that. Psychological abuse, I can tell that, kind, you know, but they're horrible at it. They don't know. They, they don't know and don't want to know how to determine this. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because most of them can't. And they have no problem abusing kids. But there's a, there's a clinical psychologist at App State. His name is uh, Dr. Kurt Michaels. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say he's a child abuser and helped abuse my kids. Mm -hmm. Because he was one of the very first, very first clinical psychologists that saw my daughters. And I'm like, no, there's something wrong with this. This is before I knew about PA. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, there's something wrong. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, I'm literally, I'm not screaming at him, but I'm being an upset father who's watching this trauma in my daughter's eyes. Mm -hmm. This son of a bitch did everything to harm my daughters and to harm me. Mm -hmm. Failed to report mandatory suspected child abuse in North Carolina. And, and you know what? He's one of the heads at Appalachian State. It was just, it was horrible in their psychology department. And, you know, his boss, uh, God, I can't remember her name right now. But his boss, I called up her and I was like, or I emailed her and I was like, listen, this guy didn't report this, didn't do it. She was, she called the police. And so the police called me up and I'm like, listen, this is child abuse. They're not reporting it. They're not yeah, we just want to make sure that you're not going to come in and punch him in the face. Oh, my God. And I'm like, are you crazy? This is child abuse. Report mm -hmm. this to the local DSS. You're trying to protect their health, but they're watching my kids, you know, and so anyhow, sorry, I'm getting. No, but it's, it's I'll true. I'll start yelling on this show because <sighs> you don't expect. You don't expect that heads of Appalachian State University are going to be child abusers and not report child abuse. You just don't expect that. That's because I went to them for help. Specifically, there is stuff going on. And they told me to kiss my ass. This is just child-parent separation as they age. That's what he said. And I'm like, no, this is not child separation. You know, and... I'm glad we're having this topic of conversation because we need to teach people this has got to be nipped in the bud. And it's hard to recognize when you have a psychologist. Okay. And I think one of the first clues is when it's called family counseling and somehow when the other parent has the kids, they're the ones taking them to the psychologist. And the other parent doesn't know the date, the time. Shouldn't that psychologist be questioning and making a phone call to that other parent saying, did you know there was a meeting? And I they're not doing it. I, you know, you, you're taught, you, yeah, I don't want to be triggered, but I'm going to get emotional. Because my ex did the same damn thing. She brought the person, the, the counselor, into court as, a, as an expert. The judge said, you know, he heard the whole thing. We didn't know that she was even seeing my kids until a day and a half before court, which is illegal because you're not allowed. You have to have five days in North Carolina. But Judge F. Warren Hughes is a child abuser, so he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that, you know, they, this, this counselor, Lyric Fitzgibbons, abused my children for four months without me knowing about it, psychologically abused and, and put in memories that weren't even there, used EMDR and all that stuff to instill false memories. And not only did it for four months, but it did it for another year after court, even when she was told specifically 
to stop seeing my daughters unless I give her an okay. You know, and so my ex, I have to hand it to her. She did a great job. She surrounded, she surrounded my daughters with fraudulent information, uh, doctors that should have been literally put in jail for child abuse. She surrounded herself with child abusing attorneys and child abusing judges who mm -hmm. took bribes to literally say what they, they did. These people should be put under the jail. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, it, you know, what do you do? You know, what, what do you, you know, Marianne, what do you do when that's all happening? You know, it's not supposed to happen, but no one's doing anything about it. Not the division of child services, not the counselor. I mean, it's like such a group to, to screw up your relationship with your child, to harm that as worst as they can. And they mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Very effectively. Which brings me to the next one. I'll let you go, but it brings me to my next topic, which is the FBI. Go right ahead. Um, you know, because as a parent, you go to, what's, what the hell's going on? Let's go to the DS, DSS. That's in my case, the Division of Child Services. This is the Division of Social Services. Same thing. Every state is different. And you go to that. Then you put, then you file reports with the uh, Division of the Judicial Standards Commission in your state. And I did that. And they wrote back, we only protect judges. We don't give a shit about your constitu the Constitution or your constitutional rights or your children. Mm -hmm. And they give you a form letter, which basically says that. Uh, Wanda Bryan is the head of the uh, North Carolinas, and she's a child abuser, piece of shit, who doesn't believe in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. um, then there's, you know, so you go to all these. Then you go to the police department. Police department, who you've known for 23 years, says, no, nah, we don't do anything. It's out of our jurisdiction. We're not going to even write a report. So you go to the sheriff's department. Sheriff commits malfeasance, Sheriff uh, Len Hageman, protecting child abusers involved in child trafficking, refuses to write reports on child abuse because he's protecting his friends. Uh, Judge mm -hmm. Hal Harrison, what a piece of shit. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, and he's in the family court. And so he will not even write a report. My old attorney, first attorney, and her stuff, and uh, her law firm, uh, Tony DeSante is like, don't write any reports and we're going to protect these child abusers. What? What? You're my first attorney. And now you're the attorney for the, uh, the child abusers who abused my kids during court. So where do you go? So I turned to the FBI. Mm -hmm. When you've gone all ladder, and I did go also to uh, Chris Laws with the SBI. Mm -hmm. uh, North Carolina State Bureau of Investigations. This guy's a piece of shit. Doesn't know anything about child abuse. Could care less. All he's do all he's sitting there is to protect child abusers and protect his his connections with uh, corrupt Len Hageman. Mm -hmm. God, what a piece of shit. So you go through all these steps and you're trying to be. And I know I'm cursing a little bit and I need to stop, but you're going through all these and all these steps. Where do you keep going? So I went to the FBI mm -hmm. and I went to the U.S. attorney of the Western District of North Carolina. I told him what's going on. I get a call from Hickory, North Carolina, from the FBI. Hey, we're going to look into this. Huh. I email, I call him back. Hey, guys, this is my name. Goes on for a week because I don't want to let this die. I finally get the FBI. Hey, guys, this is Ken next day. Hey, this is Ken. Here's my number. Hey, this is Ken. Oh. Nothing. That's when I sent them a letter. And I was like, I had to answer this question. At what time does a parent use their Second Amendment right? Is it after a judge abuses their kid? Is it after they try and report that to the uh, uh, Judicial Standards Commission? Is it when they go to the police and they get told, go to, go to hell? How about when they go to the sheriff's department and he commits malfeasance? How about when he goes to the district attorney, Seth Banks, and he said, and said, I'm sorry, I protect child abusers. How about when he goes to SBI and Chris Law says, we're going to protect these child abusers. 
How about when he goes to Josh Stein, district of the uh, North Carolina Attorney General? I'm sorry, we don't we don't go after child abusers, especially not when they're judges. So where do you go? Where do you, so I went to the FBI. They refused to call me up. They gave it to the FBI here in Loveland, which is right next to me. Hmm. And so, and she calls me up. Hi, Ken. How are you? Super nice. Absolutely wonderful. And I tell her my story. And I'm like, listen, my children were abused. I tried to file it with these guys, did all this stuff. I got told to basically go away, kid, you bother us. But I'm not going away. My kids were abused. And I'm missing all this time. And one of the worst things is from the CDC. And what people don't know or may not know, uh, do, you know how, do you know what ACEs scores are? Yes. Yes. Okay. Adverse childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. um, if your kid has a four or better in ACEs, guess how much more likely they are to kill themselves? Take a guess. Yeah, they are uh, at risk heavily no, for that. They're 30, 30 times more likely. Mm -hmm. 30 times more likely. So if the NPA is at least a three and sometimes a four or five, that is just what they get from parental alienation from the damage that occurs when they're growing up. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to protect my kids because I know if I can get one of these groups to say, we're going to seriously look into this, mm -hmm. I have a chance of knocking that 30 down if I can help my kids and get them corrected. Mm -hmm. And so I spoke to this Amy Baker, Amy Baker girl. She's uh, one of the FBI agents. And she promised me, Kenny, I'm going to look into this. I can feel your heart talking. I understand what happened. I'm going to look into this. I will be back to you in two weeks. That was October 4th. Mm. Two weeks. Turned into three weeks. Turned into four weeks. I'm making phone calls. Get October 4th, November, you know, October, November, December. Mm. And so we're now in three months. And I'm like, listen, I need to speak to her supervisor. She's not calling me back. Uh, the supervisor won't call me back. She finally calls me back December, uh, December 4th or December, early December. Ken, I understand I've been quarantined with COVID. You know, my roommate had COVID. I was like, I don't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. you're, in no, you're in Colorado. Colorado has a mandatory reporting of suspected child abuse. And you know what they say? Immediately. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to give her a little bit of room just in case she's working on stuff. Mm -hmm. But the longer this is taken, the more I'm realizing all she's doing is pushing me off and, and just not doing anything. So last week, I started calling up the Denver uh, FBI. I need to file charges against, you know, a Amy Howard. And, uh, you know, for a failure to re uh, report suspected child abuse. Mm -hmm. I know they're going to try and jump through whatever hoops they want to jump through. Oh, no, she doesn't have to. She doesn't blah, blah, blah. And they're going to do whatever it is not to file charges. Because they're going to try and do what everyone else does, protect their own. But by doing that, by having me set up, and having me email them, at what point do we use our Second Amendment rights? What I feel comfortable and confident right now, and this goes with anybody who's going through this, is that the FBI does not have the manpower or the responsibility or the care to give a shit about your constitutional rights or your children's health or they're them being abused mm -hmm. and even though they didn't write me back well you know you know i i can't tell you when to use your second amendment rights i wanted to make sure i put that in writing mm -hmm. so they could either dance around it or do whatever but if you're if you have gotten your psychological and that says you're okay and you haven't been given any type of 
you're a child abuser or you're this or you're domestic violence or this or that. Your child is in eminent danger if they're going through PA. Mm -hmm. And the FBI is saying to me, which I'm sure they're saying to a lot of other people, we just don't give a shit about the law. We don't care about your constitutional rights. We don't give a shit about your kid, whether or not they're in imminent danger. And we already know that you sent us this documentation. When to use your Second Amendment right? Uh, I will not tell you or anybody to go out and just be a maniac. Mm -hmm. But I will tell people you need to protect your own kids because the FBI doesn't give a shit. Do you think it's because, you know, family court's a $50 billion business, um, all of this, um, guardian ad litems, useless individuals such as, do you think, you know, they want to protect that $50 billion coming through? You know, because, you know, when you're in family court and you're up against a personality disorder and the judge can't recognize a personality disorder, um, here, let me, you, you're looking, if you were to take a look at a pie, let's do a pie chart. And first of all, it's not 50 million, it's 60 million now to 70 million. You're looking at that pie being a third of that entire pie. Mm -hmm. That doesn't include your gals. That doesn't include your therapy. That doesn't include all that other stuff. And so when you look at that pie, that pie is literally one third of the pie. Mm -hmm. You know who the other third is? Are the attorneys. See, that's, not a, that's only the money that they are granted from the federal government, from mm -hmm. Title IV-D. That is the $70 million. The other $70 million is from attorneys, gals, therapists, and other stuff. And so I'm not even going to say that that's 30% and 30%. No, that's probably good. 30%, 30%. You know who handles the other 40%? The judges. No. No, I'm wrong. No, that, no. Big Pharma. Mm. You got to think about this. Let's take a normal range, beautiful child. Mm -hmm. And let's, let's screw him up. Let's screw mm -hmm. up his gray matter. Let's make sure, now you do realize PA absolutely causes depression, causes anxiety, causes splitting, causes borderline personality disorder, and causes narcissistic personality disorder, is a cross-generational coalition. It goes from the mother to the daughter, mother to son, son to grandkid. So it's, it's one of these things. But that child needs therapy because mm -hmm. they have depression, anxiety self uh you know uh, what do you call that mutilation not so well that's part of stuff but it's uh you know so uh self-doubt uh help me out here self-degradation self-degradation all that stuff they have a bad opinion of their self because when you're going through pa you hate half of yourself mm -hmm. because you hate that one parent and you realize we subconscious or conscious you are 50 percent that parent so you need to go to therapy. You need to get better. And what these therapists do, I'm going to put you on Prozac or this or that. And we're going to have to juggle all these things because you're going to probably be on them the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. From the age of 14, 15, whatever it is, we're going to put you on drugs and juggle that. And when you start taking those drugs, I can guarantee you that it is next to impossible to get off of those <clears throat> because you are never dealing with the root cause of this whole thing, which is your shared persecutory delusion of hating one of your parents. Mm -hmm. And so and then you hate yourself and you're feeling, you know, you may have zero empathy for that parent and be able to cut them off and have an emotional cutoff. But whether you like it or not, your subconscious is giving you guilt, is mm -hmm. giving you anxiety, is giving you depression for what 
you did. And it's raised your score from as you know one or two in aces to a five to a four to a six. And you are trying to deal with the symptoms and you're not dealing with the root cause. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I I it's one of the things that's in my book and it's about, you know, about my book victim. And it is so sinister what the American psychological association does by not coming out, putting out a press release because they know this, they put out a, a letter to Donald Trump in 2018 in June told all about it with, and, and they told what I love about this is they told all about the separation of parents and children without the added uh, adjustment disorder, without the parental child relationship problem, without the child affected by parental relation distress, and without a diagnostic uh, confirmation of child psychological abuse. They came out with this letter only with the separation of parents and child children. Can you imagine what they're gonna be like with all these other things attached to it? Mm -hmm. They're not, they don't give a shit about the root cause and it's screwing up their children and it's literally putting them on drugs to fix something that they should have been able to fix if they knew, or if they were willing to admit Fa you know, family issues, attachment issues, attachment disorders, but they, they don't. And so you're not looking at a $70 billion industry. You're looking at a $70 billion industry with a $70 billion add-on from gals and, and forensic psychologists and therapists and whatever. And then you're looking at a hundred thousand, a hundred billion dollars of pharmaceuticals which is only that year, then you're looking at, you know, all the rest of the industry, the trillions of dollars that these big farmers are going to make to keep it, to literally keep that child from finding out the real reason of why they're depressed and why they're having these issues. Isn't that sad? I just think that is so uh, sad. And uh, they don't want to do anything about it. Um, no one seems to know how to deal with this. And I think this is, like I said, it's in its infancy. And the more people we come across and talk to about this, it'll just... Oh. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But we have to, you know, there's... I didn't write my books, you know, to be like... Um, you know, just this is happening, to have a ton of information about what's going on, especially killing judges. I wrote that book as a foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. I see it coming. Mm -hmm. And I see a revolution coming because when you look at San Francisco and uh, Skid Row, mm -hmm. and you look at all these places that have so much um, homelessness and people living in cars and people living on sidewalks. I don't want to, I, I would say 50% of those are self-inflicted by the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just, it's, you know, you, you may not like it, but I, you know, there's going to get to be a point where people are going to get tired of it. And it's not just going to be the judges. It's not going to be the sheriff's department, police departments. It's going to be the politicians that people are sick of. Mm -hmm. And so right now, politicians are like in their cozy kind of area. But when people realize that PA is caused by the politicians, because they're the ones in charge. They're the ones that we voted for to protect us and to work with us. And they're the ones who are making laws on top of laws on top of laws that are literally crushing their, the people that live in their environments and live, and live in their towns. So when, you, when I talk about killing judges, you know, there's going to be a, probably another book killing politicians. There's probably going to be another book, you know, killing uh, sheriff's department and police departments. But unless we get control of this mm -hmm. and take care of it, 
you know, I love the fact that they're that the media is covering everything up. You're the only, you know, you and maybe, well, no, thank God there's literally about 20 channels now bringing this out. Mm-hmm. But there's people are now easily finding out what is happening to my kid. Oh, it's this. I have this show and this show and this show. They're now teaching it. I spent two days researching it. This is exactly what's happening. Now I'm hoping that people will go to my website, child abusers wear black robes and pull down the letters that they need. Rewrite them just as they need to write them and put them in, send them certified, bring them in and and hand them to the people on video. Mm -hmm. You need to arrest these people because they're abusing my kid. Mm -hmm. But it's going to, it's going to get to the point. And the worst part about this is that the FBI and Amy Howard said, I realize this is child abuse. I realize what's going on and what happened. Then report it. Mm-hmm. Give it back to give it back to the Hickory Department. Say, this was child abuse. Arrest that judge. Arrest mm-hmm. those attorneys that were involved. But they won't do that. What they're going to wait for is, and what they're trying to wait for, is for me or for anybody to just start shooting up the place. Mm-hmm. So they could come in, oh, another crazy parent. Oh, another. No, they're going to put themselves in danger. You know, what? I don't know. I don't know the reason behind the Oklahoma bombing of mm-hmm. the FBI. I don't really know about it. They tried to make uh, the guy there as like some crazy son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He probably went through custody. He probably brought up all the stuff with the FBI. The FBI didn't want to do anything. You know, I don't know exactly. And he could have been this white supremacist. He could have been this nutcase. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to get the honest truth from any media. Mm -hmm. And so it's sad. You know, and so if anything ever happened to me, if they broke in and said, oh, you're, you're trying to get violence. No. I just want to get parents to have their children. That's all we're fighting for. We just want honesty and parents to have their children for the time that they're supposed to have them. Mm-hmm. Or for at least any time. Sorry. No, uh, I, no. no that's I, true. I ramble too much. <laughs> no, you're doing good. The thing is, you know, they're saying, well, these, the, you'll hear a judge say this is a high conflict case. It's like nobody, you, I'm dealing with a high conflict personality disorder and they have got to really get their acts together and study this stuff. And, um, you know, they talk about judges getting CEUs for this course or that course. Well, if they are, they're not paying attention or absorbing. There there's, you have to realize that the $70 billion goes to the States goes to paying all their their people and the income and all the stuff but that's the other 70 billion with the attorneys and the kickbacks and the that the gals and it, it's they don't give a shit there it's all about making money and so these courses are not for protecting kids they have nothing to do with best interests of the child they mm-hmm. could care less Mm -hmm. their job is to make money for the state and to get as many kickbacks as they can and i'm telling you that people are no longer going to sit back like i said i'm usually about a year to two years to year to three of being this is what's going to happen i i can tell you right now i i feel anarchy i feel people so fed up with the status quo that uh, they're, I just feel that they're going to get what they deserve. And mm-hmm. some of them are, you know, are just in the way they just want to do their job, mm-hmm. but they're being held back by a sheriff or they're being held back by judges or they're being held back by, and these people are cr- criminals. You know, they're literally nothing but the mafia. And this also includes child support judges they're also participating in psychological child abuse 
they're also participating. They they all know the corruption within the system. They've seen it. How many how many children do you have to traumatize for there to be a change? Mm-hmm. One, ten, ten thousand. You know, a million kids, over a million kids a year are being traumatized by family court. Mm-hmm. Period. And yet nobody does anything. And it goes back to Hitler. Mm-hmm. And his comment is tell the people best interests of the child and you could run over them. They wouldn't mm-hmm. care as long as it's the best interests of the child. And that's what they've done. They've literally taken that quote and put it in the family, U.S. family court. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's pretty bad when you get your child on the weekend and they're quoting the best interest of the child. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. They should be quoting, what are we doing for dinner? Mm-hmm. Are, are you really going to make me do my homework? You horrible parent, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we really going to go for a hike? I have to trudge in the in the hot, hot sun at 78 degrees up a hill? Yes, we're going to go fishing. We're going to pull those poor fish out of the water? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what you do when you get them because it takes a day, three days to get them. Oh, I don't have to be horrible to you. Mm-hmm. But I, on honesty, I wouldn't know what that, that's like. Mm-mm. I never had my kids. They never gave me my kids. No... No accusation of uh, abuse. No accusation of anything. Uh, accu- you know, you cannot fight a rigged game when the judge has been paid off. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And I think, you know, a lot of parents should know that if they're, well, if they're the target because of the silver bullet accusation of whatever, they're going to lose. They're already set up to lose. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, the whole idea when you're going into battle is to put your opponent on their heels. And the people, the usually the one person with the uh, personality disorder, borderline narcissistic, whatever it is, to actually continue to go that way, their hate, their absolute hatred for the other parent you know, their whole, their whole deal. I mean, if we look at Chad, um, what was his name down in Texas? Chad Reed, mm-hmm. who got shot. His wife wanted it. Or his ex-wife wanted it. He would, she wanted this guy, Keith, to blow him away. He was prepared. He knew he was going to do this. You know, prior to all this stuff. That's why he had the gun there. That's why she kidnapped the children and didn't want to hand them over. She wanted to get him out of the way and have the kid full time. She's a, you know, that to me, that's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely disgusting. You know, when somebody's screaming out right before he gets shot, where is my child? Where is my son? Mm-hmm. And they should, and, you know, and then the police don't do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually emailed, uh, what is it? The attorney general down there is like, so uh, kidnapping children is okay now. And when mm-hmm. the parent comes over to your house, are you allowed to shoot them and claim self-defense, even though you kidnapped their child? Of course, I didn't get a response, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't want to respond to the truth. Yeah, it's it's just very discouraging. Um, I hope 2022 there are some changes made somewhere. <laughs> well, I know, see, I know what I'm doing right now is that for, uh, where I'm at right now, it's kind of afternoon. I've got about another hour on a letter to the FBI. I'm going over there uh, right after this. I'm going to finish up my letter, then go over there and drop off the uh, criminal charges for her failure to report child suspected child abuse. Mm-hmm. And she may say, oh, well, I didn't think it was child abuse or whatever, and lie like, lie like a rug. But she doesn't have that opportunity because I'm, a, I'm the father. I mm-hmm. saw it. And they decided not to report it. So 
you you kind of have to report it whether you know it or not you know is that that's a father that this is happening that's happening but you know again it comes down to the same old thing we will protect our own family just like the brethren of uh you know the brotherhood of black robes mm -hmm. the criminals in black robes and so it doesn't matter you know the average layman it's literally like they want they, they're asking you to use your second amendment right so they could come in and swoop in like the oh we're protecting the public no you're not you're protecting child abusers mm -hmm. and they just you know there's not a whole lot you can anybody can say other than uh fbi should jump on this shit mm -hmm. um because it's going to come down to the the hierarchy i don't know who the director of the fbi is right now but I'm sending him a copy of this, uh, of the uh, filings that I'm dropping off to uh, Loveland FBI. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't expect anything from them because again, they don't want to, they don't give a shit about the public or the children. Mm -hmm. They just want to quash everything, you know? And, and if you notice, you can actually see that from the American Psychological Association on LinkedIn. I know you're on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Follow the APA because the only thing they write about is generic crap that has nothing to do with reality. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when you look at it, oh, how to make you happier? Or why is everybody under stress? And they try and keep, they try and keep everything in such generalities that there's no specifics so they can't get called out for this or that or this or that yeah definitely sorry no that's okay that's all right um all your books can be found on amazon and is there anywhere else no i only have them on amazon and they're they're very inexpensive they're like five six bucks five bucks and like seven bucks mm -hmm. um if you don't buy my book and you're going through PA, I, I don't, how can I, I don't, I'm not saying this like, hey, there's only 38 seconds to buy this book, but the information and Joe Gormley, he, when I was on his show, he read through my books. He was like, dear God, Ken, you have so much information there. Mm -hmm. And I do. I have a ton of information that I picked up that you can read through. And unfortunately, you will feel my emotions in the book. But read through that and pick up the all the information that's in there because you're going to need it. Mm -hmm. You're going to need the page from the Department of Justice that says this is the definition of emotional child abuse. Mm -hmm. It is harming one's relationship with his or her children. So you can file domestic violence, emotional domestic violence, and have that one line, poof, highlighted. Mm -hmm. So you can have the letter, the press release from the APA that says emotion, psychological child abuse is as bad as sexual child abuse. Mm -hmm. You can have the letter from the APA to President Trump in 2018. The separation of parents and children causes this. Higher ACEs scores, depression, anxiety, lifelong issues. And that doesn't even include all the stuff from, you know, the DSM. Mm -hmm. so you have that that's your ammunition for people to go in the court you don't have to wait you don't have to oh i don't know what to do here i've given you a step-by-step -step how you can do things definitely so, yeah and also getting a psychological evaluation on yourself as soon as possible before Absolutely. They, because they will drag you into court this is what these personality disorders do and all of this serves as a warning to these poor parents that are going to be dragged into family court by some nutty personality disorder that they married that changed. Yes. And what will happen is you will, you will be called, you know, an alcoholic. I don't drink. Mm -hmm. Oh, it doesn't matter. Hearsay is perfectly good here. It's mm -hmm. family court. Oh, he's, he's uh, bipolar. 
No, I've never been diagnosed as bipolar. Well, now you need to get a psychological and we can push off you seeing your kids for another three months to right. uh, two years. Mm -hmm. You don't think any more damage can happen during that time? Oh, so you know, much damage. Unfortunately, yeah. the longer this goes without them being corrected, the worse your kids are going to get. Mm -hmm. And there's no, no two ways about it. You know, and it's, it's sad. It's, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, there's going to be a lot of parents now that understand what's going on when they, when they see that in their kids' eyes, that there's no, there's no other choice, but to go after your, the person who's abusing your kids, which is mm -hmm. that judge. Mm -hmm. Because nobody else gives a shit. Well, Sorry. No, well, the thing is also Lynn Steinberg, her book, You're Not Crazy. I mean, um, that should be mailed to every judge. Not that they're going to read it, but. They won't read it. They don't care. They don't, they know what's going on. They don't give a shit. And that's the whole thing is that, you know, how to police uh, patrol the police. They don't, they don't mm -hmm. give a shit. How many police are arrested for DUI? Next to none. You know, mm -hmm. there was an officer in, I don't know, Arizona. He was drunk on a job and passed out in front of his patrol, in his patrol car. Mm -hmm. DUI? No. It, you know, he was just having issues. Uh, you know, a judge pulled over getting a, getting a ticket. I've seen this a couple times. Do you not know who I am? Fuck you. Give me your goddamn driver's license. You're getting a ticket. You're going to court. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit if you're late. If I use that excuse, I would let 98% of all the people who are driving go. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's gotten to the point where it's like uh, laws are only for y'all. Mm -hmm. Everyone else can go suck it. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I, I don't, I, I just don't have any more. I, I have zero respect mm -hmm. for anybody in the justice system mm -hmm. at all. I've heard that from other parents as well. Yeah. So anyhow, how's our time? Well, we're almost there. <laughs> awesome. Okay. What do we have another topic? <laughs> you know what? We're going to come up with one. Okay. Go ahead. Um, hmm. Well, uh, your book, your next book, but uh, we got to wait for you to write that book. <laughs> this is, this is this is gonna be this is this next book hits at the heart of the justice system. And it basically goes into how they don't care. Mm -hmm. How that laws don't affect them. Don't they don't give a shit about the laws because if they get pulled over, oh I'm a uh, I'm a state representative. Oh I'm sorry. You have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. We won't, we won't run you. You know, and it's, it's just gotten to the point where now people can really see this on YouTube on all mm -hmm. that stuff. And the next book is all about that and, and, and just how hip hypocritical the whole system is. Mm -hmm. You know, it, you know, my other books, they go into the reasons why and how and facts on this and facts on that. I mean, it, they are chock full of just pages of this is why, and this is your facts backing it up. Mm -hmm. This book goes into just the hypocrisy, just the, the unfairness that the way they run everything and mm -hmm. uh, people are no longer going to take it. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, you know, the anarchy that happened up in Portland and all the other stuff, that's only the beginning. Mm -hmm. Wait until all the homeless people say we're tired of the shit, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, and they start revolting and they start going in after. Because I'm telling you, it, being a, an officer nowadays is not what it was 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, being a politician, you know, when people realize, hey, it's not the sheriff's department, but it's the overseeing department that gives the sheriff and gives the police department 
total immunity. Mm-hmm. We're tired of it. We are tired of it. I, I said this before, and I think this is apropos. If something happened that you disagree with or whatever, and the oversight department says, no, 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 everything is fine. We let that officer go. The people that had stuff happen to them should turn right around and do the exact same thing Mm -hmm. to the oversight department. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you said it was legal. You said this Mm -hmm. was totally fine. So whether, you know, and I think that would, that would literally put the oversight departments in check of just making sure, oh, well, maybe we were wrong in that instance. We don't, you know, if it's going to happen to us, maybe we should change our point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's one of the only things that's going to change is that if they get the actual same response that happened to that person from that either police officer or whatever that happens to them or their children, maybe those oversight places will start saying, oh, like, you know, it, like, and, and it goes back to the uh, Judicial Standards Commission. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, and I'm not saying this because this is illegal, <laughs> mm-hmm. but what happens if somebody steals their kids? Oh, I thought you were a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you look like you were a drunk. You know what? You, and, whoa, 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 you, you stole my kids. Yeah, but you stole my kids first. You accused me through hearsay of being a drunk, and that's a lie. Mm-hmm. So I stole your kids just so we we're on the same playing field. And of course, I'm not recommending that. I want to make sure that's perfectly clear. But I think if things start happening to those mm-hmm. oversight committees, that happens to the people who they're overse- overseeing, they get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all I can say is that if they, if they think it's okay to steal the child, then it's okay for them to steal your child. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll change their look on oversight. How about if I just take the, take, how about if people just go after the judicial standards commission and lock them up, mm-hmm. put them in a jail in a basement, hold them for 30 days mm-hmm. without due process and then let them out. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, uh, you're kid, you kidnapped me. Well, no, you said it was okay when it was okay when they kidnapped me. Mm-hmm. You said that was perfectly fine. We're going to protect the judge. So all we're doing is we're doing the exact same thing to you, the Judicial Standards Commission, that you said it was okay to do to me. And I, you know, and I wonder what the what the response would be at that point. Well, I'm sorry, you know, how, and how would that how would that look in court? Let's let's take a look at this. Um, I was given 30 days in jail without due process. I had literally less than one day to prepare. I asked for a continuance. I the guy the judge said no. Judge Hal Harrison, what a piece of shit, denies due process. Mm-hmm. And so then I was sentenced for jail. Suppose I went and I grabbed him and I threw him in a basement somewhere. Mm-hmm. I hold him for 30 days. And then I let him out, kick him out. And then I said, no, no, no. The Judicial Standards Commission said it was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have to give due process. I don't have to give many constitutional rights. I don't have to do any of that stuff. So if that was my defense, he did it to me and they said it was okay. Mm-hmm. Of course that wouldn't, I wouldn't go. They, they would do whatever it is to, to prevent whatever they did to you. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it to us. So, you mm-hmm. know, it, fair is fair, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, that they're not in the, they're not in the job of following the law or doing what is fair. Mm-hmm. So that is what's in my next book. Well, that's going to be excellent. Yes. So you got to get cracking on that. <laughs> do, one, do one to others. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, 
I actually got to write that down because that's going to be a chapter. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> most definitely. You should, you should do, if the Judicial Standards Commission says it is not a crime to, to deny you due process and deny you constitutional rights, then it is, is, it is in your best interest to deny them due process mm -hmm. and deny them their constitutional rights. If a judge steals your children with only hearsay, Mm -hmm. Oh, I heard that judge is a child abuser. I need to go and steal his kids. Oh, okay. Again, I'm not saying to do anything against the law. But what I'm saying is hypocrisy only goes so far. Mm -hmm. And we could always dream that things will happen to them mm -hmm. as they have ordered it to happen to us. Mm -hmm. On that note, I think that's a good ending note. And have a happy new year. Have a, and everybody out there in PA land, uh, love you. I know you're going through hell. Give them hell back. Get some of my letters on my website. They are free. Read them. Say, this is crap. That's crap. This is crap. I'm going to put my own stuff in. But the form is there. Mm -hmm. File child abuse charges against the judge. File child abuse charges against the therapist. File mm -hmm. child abuse charges against the counselors. Let them know. Before that, let them know this is child abuse. You need to report it. You need to do everything. Do it on video. Follow it up. I mean, literally two days later, a day later, I want a copy of that report. I want a copy of that report. Because like the sheriff in my case, the child abuser Len Hageman, Sheriff Len Hageman, he will refuse to even write a report when you're trying to report the child abusers who are, who are sitting on the bench. Mm -hmm. He will refuse to do that through malfeasance, okay? Mm -hmm. Go after them. Mm -hmm. Do not let them sit for one minute. Go after them. Pick it in front of them. Call them out for who they are child abusers, protecting child abusers, traffic, child traffickers, mm -hmm. go after them. Don't stop. That's my advice. And my advice is to have everybody have a wonderful 2022. You're going to be awesome. We're going to do this as a team. And there's more and more and more of us who are getting into the news, who are pushing the news, to actually print the truth. Mm -hmm. So fight, fight that, or not fight that, but fight to have it happen. Mm -hmm. Make sure that these people print it out because I tell you, the only people who are going to change it is us mm -hmm. and the parents that it happened to because everybody else doesn't care, doesn't give a shit. It's mm -hmm. not their world. It's not their life. So it's for us to make these changes. Mm -hmm. Have a wonderful 2022. Go ahead and then I'll let you talk our way out of this. Well, don't jump off. <laughs> Slam the gavels, a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I am your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again in the future here with Ken and other guests. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate, Marianne, you having me on. Definitely.